Wealthy Helpers is a resource for helping professionals who want to live a financially healthy life. I'm Dr. Tracy Board, certified clinical psychologist and certified financial therapist. You give so much to others. Let's make sure you're taken care of too. On this episode, I want to talk about the what and why of your wealth, defining your wealth and what it looks like. But before we get there, I wanted to let you know, in case you weren't aware, over on Instagram, I am running a savings challenge for the month of May. The fact is that not enough people have enough in their emergency fund and a lot of people buy things or pay for things that they want on credit. And so I want to encourage you and myself to be more conscious about what you're doing with your money and making sure that you're saving enough. So you can head on over to Instagram. You can check out the posts that I have up about the savings challenge on the website, wealthyhelpers.org. There is a free downloadable I created a savings tracker for the month. You can print it off, it's a PDF, and you can fill in what your motivators are, what has gotten in your way in the past, and what your goal is for saving for the month of May. Over the course of the month, I will be posting um, tips on social media about saving and what you can do to increase how much savings you have. And this can be short-term, So it could be for something that you will need relatively soon. Like for instance, if you have to change the tires on your car, or it could be for something long-term, like if you're planning to take a vacation next year, or even longer term, bigger picture for me, I am building up my emergency fund. And so that is something that you can be saving towards. If you print off the savings tracker, you should probably put it somewhere where you will see it on a regular basis over the course of the month, just so that you're remaining aware of it and it is in the back of your mind when you are doing things with your money. All right, so let's talk about your wealth. On this journey to financial health, you are going to accumulate money. What are you going to do with that money? How much money are you going to accumulate? What is your life going to look like as you accumulate that money? What are you going to do with it? What is your why behind it? So let's start with the why. Why do you want to be wealthy? You are a wealthy helping professional. That's why you are here. What is the why behind it? That is important to ask yourself because it can help to create some answers for you. For some people, their why is they grew up without money and they know what it is like to experience poverty and they don't want to have that experience in their adult life or have that experience passed on to their children. So for them, money means security. And that's really informative for me as a financial therapist because then I can take that information and ask, okay, well, how much money do you feel like you will need in order to feel secure? 
what exactly do you need that money to cover in order for you to feel secure? For some people, their why is that they just want to enjoy the nice things in life. And that's also fine. So what exactly do those nice things look like? Is it luxury travel? Is it luxury cars and brands and all of those things? Um, and how much money are you planning to spend on those things? For some people, they want to be able to take care of others. And with helping professionals, this is something that you can probably relate to yourself. So they want to take care of their family members or they want to donate to charities. And so the question then becomes, okay, well, how much money are you going to need in order to be able to accomplish these goals that you have with your money? So pause to think about why you are trying to build wealth. A lot of people who I talk to who talk about wanting to be rich, they actually don't want to be rich. I often say that there is a difference between wanting a million dollars and spending a million dollars. And a lot of people, like particularly on social media, who talk about wanting to be rich, they want to spend a lot of money. Rich people, wealthy people have a lot of money and they're not spending it all out. That's why they're rich, because they have more than they are spending. So keep that in mind as well for yourself. Also, what is your life going to look like? So are you going to work when you have amassed your wealth? For some people, they want to retire early. So the Financial Independence Retire Early community has regular conversations about what life looks like when they retire. If you're going to work, are you going to keep working the same number of hours that you work now? For some people, they do. I remember my grandmother's medical doctor, he retired and the next week he went right back to work because it was what he did that's that was his life and when you're planning to retire that's something to keep in mind in the fire community it's a conversation often what that transition from work life to non-work life can look like so for you are you going to work are you going to work the same number of hours are you going to do the same kind of work for instance, I have a coworker, she is planning to retire early and she wants to leave the medical field and either run a small independent bookstore or be a librarian <laughs> just because it would be simple and she'd be surrounded by books. So that is something to consider as well. For your life, are you going to have something that you're doing on a daily basis if you're not working. There is an important part of us having jobs and that is purpose. Our careers give us purpose. For me as a psychologist, as a financial therapist, one of my purposes in life is to help improve the quality of other people's lives. And so if I left my job today, how would I find purpose? 
So if you're not wanting to work, how will you create purpose? I know that a lot of retirees who experience depression and loneliness, they have lost their purpose. And so that's a real factor to consider as well. What else will your life look like? Will you be traveling? Will you be helping your family members? Will you be engaging in all kinds of luxuries? All of those things are things to consider as well. So wealth is not just the dollar amount that people have in their accounts. There are a number of facets to having a wealthy life and also considering why you want to have a wealthy life. For me, for for instance, I want to be able to give to people who are struggling, who are having a hard go, because in some ways I know what it's like to have a hard go at life. And as a helping professional, it's important for me to be able to help other people. So one of the things that I do with the money that I have is I give. For instance, if I get a small windfall, like a tax refund or something like that, I always factor in donating into what I plan to do with that money. And that is something that I plan to continue doing as I amass my own wealth. Another thing that you can do with your money is you can create ease in your life. So for me, ease looks like having my house deep cleaned once a month. And not only is it ease for me because I come home and it's a clean house and it's amazing and it absolutely improves my mood immediately, I recommend it highly, (laughs) but also it gives me purpose and it helps me to feel fulfillment because I am also helping to pay for the life that my cleaner and her family has. So that's another way for me to think about it. Will you be covering other people's expenses? So for instance, children, for children's expenses or for their education. I know that there are some people who are working hard to provide for their nieces and their nephews because they don't have children of their own. So those are a couple of ideas for you to be thinking of as you are on this journey. The reasons why I wanted you to be thinking about these things, there are actually a few reasons. So for one, if we keep our reasons in mind, it can help to be like a compass that can help to guide us in the direction that we're trying to go. It is hard to stay focused on the path if you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. So that's one thing. Another thing is that it can be a motivator. I want to continue to do the right things by my money so that I can create the life that I want to have, so that I can give in the ways that I want to give, so that I can create the life that I want my child to have, and so on. And so sometimes 
when you are on a journey, there will be times where things do not go well. And it's important to keep your motivators in mind because it can prevent you from giving up. Another reason why it's helpful to think about these things is that it can help you to keep on track. So it is very easy for us as human beings to get distracted by things. There's a sale or your friends call you up and they want to do something special or you get distracted by an ad that you saw on social media or on the TV. There are things that will pop up as you are walking this financial health journey that will try to distract you from your end goal. And you're going to have to ask yourself, is this something that I am willing to do or will it distract me or detract from what I am trying to do? And that's going to be a constant thing. That's just life. That's life under capitalism. <laughs> so it helps to keep in mind why you're doing what you're doing so that you can keep on track. Another reason why I like the idea of thinking about your what and your why is so that you can create that life in teeny tiny moments of your current life. You don't have to wait until you have amassed wealth to enjoy some of the things that you're actually looking forward to. You can create some of those instances now. For instance, for me, I would love to have someone clean my house and pick up my child's toys every day and cook meals for me and my family and fold my laundry that is never ending. I would love if that existed. It does not exist for me right now. However, by having someone clean my house, that helps me to get a little piece of that and to savor it and to appreciate it. There are laundry folding services. You can pay people by the pound to fold your laundry. That's another way to build it in, in a teeny tiny way that doesn't cost a lot of money and allows you to experience some of that luxury now. For other people, that might look like budgeting for regular manicures and pedicures or to getting their hair done. Um, or for me, I get a massage every month because it helps my mental health and also helps me to feel luxurious for a bit. So it is possible for you to still experience those things as you are building up to the life that you are wanting to have. You can also build in ways that you can help other people into the life that you have now. So for instance, for me, I'm regularly donating. For other people, it might mean keeping aside a little bit of money so that you can help out your family every month, your extended family. I know when I was growing up, I always saw my mother, my aunt, my uncles, they would come home and give money to my grandmother from what they had earned for the month. So it is possible to start to create these habits now. One of the things that I tell people often is that having money is 
a skill. You have to build the skill of having money over time. People who become wealthy overnight really struggle with that experience because they have to figure out those skills very quickly. It is so much easier to start to build those habits now and start to practice the ways in which you want to live your wealthy life now before you get to that point, before you get the money. So another thing that I often say is it's so much easier to learn how to manage a thousand dollars than having to figure out how to manage a million dollars or 10 million dollars. If you can learn the basics now, it can really help you in the long run. So the summary of this is Start to think about what your wealthy life looks like and why you want to build a wealthy life, why you want to have the money that you're hoping to have over time. And that can really help you on your journey to financial health. Podcast episodes drop twice a month, but you can get even more content from me regularly on Instagram at Wealthy Helpers or by checking out the website at WealthyHelpers.org. If you have a question for the podcast, you can leave a letter in the mailbox and I might read it aloud and answer it on a future episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a five-star review and share with your colleagues. And as always, thank you so much for the work that you do. This podcast is meant to be used for informational and educational purposes only. It does not represent financial advice and is not a substitute for a working relationship with a financial advisor or a mental health provider.